Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! And we played the first thing that came to our heads Just so happened to be So, 49, buddy. 49. We're almost at a full year at this point. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, does anyone listen to this? No. Should we keep going? Or? <laughs> we keep going, but nobody listens. <laughs> Why do we keep going, then? Because it's a good question. Let's break this down. Right now? Sure. Why not? Um, I don't know, because do you, are you enjoying doing it? Yeah, I like to do it, but I'd like to see if someone's, like, actually listening. But, like, if you enjoy doing it, you should just do it because it's fun. Like, and then if people listen, that's a bonus. That's how I see it. Okay. No, you don't have to agree with that. That just is, that's my theory. What's your theory? You, you want people to be listening. I want people to be listening. How's our Gmail looking? All right, I'll take a look while we're doing this. Uh, what notes do you have? First of all, you were just explaining how you're making a... Um, I am. A, a glu gluten-free lasagna. What's going on there? It weighs about 10 pounds. Um, I think I put a little too much meat and cheese on it. Not that you can ever have too much meat and cheese. But, but isn't uh, cheese... Doesn't cheese have gluten... I don't think so. All right. The gluten, I, I put on, I guess there's these, like, gluten-free, uh, like, lasagna noodles. So we'll see how those things taste. I was a little I was a little hesitant putting that on. Maybe that's why I used a lot of cheese and meat to cover it up. But uh, we'll see how that goes. So it's in the oven right now. By the end of this podcast, I'll be eating that. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we got we got two new emails. Uh, they're from AncestryDNA.com and Harry's Razors. Well, we know that you're Alexander Hamilton. We talked about that on the show. What's that? That your ancestor is Alexander Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got my family tree out of, um, well, out of storage. You couldn't get free tickets. Couldn't get free tickets. So yeah, I guess I have I have two notes, actually okay. three. Um, By the way, we have no email. That's our only email. Okay, so go ahead. I guess the word is out that the, no one likes this chipotle queso. They changed the recipe, right? Yeah, they went back, changed the recipe, and then on uh, Tuesday of this week, you can get free queso to check 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 it out. Oh well, I guess I'll have to go Tuesday. I want to. I want to taste with the new queso. You know their stock like tanked after that, and their CEO just stepped down because of the queso. Well, I think that they were hoping the queso was going to have a little bit stuff. bigger impact than it did, and the reason it didn't have a big impact is because it sucks. Yeah, it wasn't even like cheese. So yeah, it was like powder. powder it was like yeah, it was like curds or something. It was horrible. So we're getting into uh, Star Wars week. Yeah. So those are I have two. My two notes are about Star Wars, sports, and Star Wars. Those are the two things I wanted to talk about. Um, are you excited for the new Star Wars movie? I am. I've, uh, apparently, everyone thinks it's the best of all of them. How do you know that? Uh, they had the premiere, I guess, last night, and uh, people have been tweeting that it's pretty good. But they all said it after the last one too. I mean the the first the first one of this series of the new yeah. the new ones, which I well, didn't think one, was that good. This one's two and a half hours. Um, I just hate that lined, people are lined up out of the Chinese theater, which you know back in the day that made sense, but the Chinese theater is all like 
purchase ahead. Yeah, signed seating. So, like, they basically bought their tickets <laughs> the day the trailer came out and said, you can get your tickets now, but still started lining up yesterday. There's a picture of, like, the two people that are in first in line. I'm like, this is just so retarded. Does it say that people, like, does it does it point out that you don't need to be in line? Well, I think people know. But I mean, there's I mean, a point. The only way they're getting tickets is if they went online. It's no, but I'm, all the shit sold out right now. I'm saying the article. Does it point out the absurdity of it, or is it like no, it, no, it didn't. Yeah, it just okay. talked about how people are already excited for Star Wars that they're camping out. See, I hear stuff like that. I almost think people are staging themselves out there for that article because it makes no sense. Like, there's just no way. I'll be yeah, in guess. that area at some point this week. I'm gonna go down and see if there's people in line. Nice. Do some reconnaissance. Field work. You should tape an interview and then put it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, 45 minutes ago, uh, the Chinese theater tweeted out that uh, people were lined up. People were lined up. It's insane. So let's do this. So, like, because I, I woke up this morning and I just happened to have TNT on and I got caught up in episode two which is the second prequel yeah the uh, guy that's staying in this house like had that on too I'm like this thing is unwatchable it is really really bad like the bat like it's not it's, you don't even feel like you're watching people on a real anything like it's just it's all green screen yeah and you know you sent me that that trailer um that last night for that new uh uh Rodriguez and James Cameron movie from it's coming out next summer where like yeah, one person's like a, like a cart is animated and everybody else is human, you know. Yeah. That's what it was like to watch conversations. And by the way, that movie does look awesome. Good. Oh, thanks for sending that. Um that's what that that movie looks like where you're like have these cartoon stormtroopers like talking to real people. That's just awful. Oh, it's so awful. It was, yeah, it was so hard to watch compared to like how they decided to reboot it and like trying to keep it grounded and go to actual locations and not do it all on a stage. But it, uh, it yeah, it doesn't work on any level. The action's horrible. The and also I was saying too, like, does every scene in the movie have to have a CGI animal in it? <sighs> And like then every time you go to a new scene, like there's like two people like just hanging out. They have like some fat pig CGI thing that's walking in the background. But on top of it, they have um, they have like uh, each scene is only about thirty seconds long, and then they cut like they just cut so fast, or they do their wipes to every their transition from story to story to story. Like this is like this doesn't need to be this confusing. There's some horrible acting going on. The effects are terrible. The action is bad. It is just a fucking mess. I don't remember being this bad. Yeah, I was uh, telling uh, Sean, I was like, do you think Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman just went home every day and just were just like, oh, God, this is just terrible? Because they have all the scenes with that guy, Anakin, who plays Anakin. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. It's like, you can tell if you're an actor if someone's really bad. And he is really bad. But Natalie Portman's really bad in it, too. Like, she's... But she she doesn't give really have anything to do. I mean, so I don't even fully blame him. Like, I, you know, I, I feel almost feel bad for him. Like, he will forever be that guy. Um, yeah. But... Anyway, the new one I'm I'm like so excited for it. Where do you, where do you since we're doing a lot of rankings today? Where do you rank your Star Wars? Um, I like you mean like of all of them? Yeah, you know I think Rogue One counts. Oh yeah, I like I think I'm gonna say Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Put me, put me on the spot here. I know. Well, listen, I didn't, uh, I didn't do a list either, but I'd go Empire Strikes Back the first one. First, 
Yep, I'm with you so far. Five. A New Hope. Yep, so we're going I five, like, then four. I like Rogue. I, got, I like Rogue. Uh, we're Rogue One, three. Me too. We're, we're right on par with each other. Okay. Jedi. Yep. And then the new one, or whatever the... Yep. The one that was prequel to this one. Yeah. And then I don't even count the other Yeah, ones. and then the other three, whatever. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. I, I think that's... I think it's pretty consensus. Um... I guess next week we'll see where we. Uh, yeah, we'll have to lie. pull that in. We'll have to update our rankings. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the only problem I have with reading things about it, I've been trying not to, but everybody just keeps saying, like, nothing's what you expect it is. Like, so many twists, and, you know, you think it's going one way and it goes the other. And I just, I started speculating in my brain what that could be. And I'm like, God, I don't want to know anymore. So I have to try to stop. Yeah, I'm I'm going dark on uh, Star Wars stuff. Right. Um, but uh, also Eminem uh, new album's coming out on Friday. Right. So we'll have to like see what that is, which kind of affects our uh, topic. Today. We'll see. Oh, that's uh, good. So we do some we we'll do Eminem and Star Wars next week. It's this is good back to back weeks, if you ask me. Um, so I want to, before we get into our topic, our big, we're, we're, you know, we're doing music today. We're going to do our music year in review. Um, I want to talk some sports. Yeah. What, do you have any notes? Well, my only notes were Star Wars and sports. Okay, well, uh, I think I told you yesterday, my last note is, uh, I saw War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Um, that was definitely in my top five of the year. Um, the visual effects in that movie are just insane, and the whole ending, like, battle is fucking awesome. I loved it. Okay. But we'll discuss that when we movie, movies of the year podcast in a few weeks. But, uh, all right. So we're going to basically... This guy's game plan was to basically like bat like bow so low that Lomachenko like couldn't punch him. Would have to punch him on the top of the head to maybe get like points taken off or something. I just didn't understand this guy's fighting style. Yeah, it was kind of goofy. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me. But no one wants to fight this guy, so it's hard. I don't know who's gonna put, give this. Right. Um, we'll see. Another thing I want to bring up is um, Derek Jeter is apparently secretly working for the Yankees while working for the Marlins. Do you know about this? You're be working for the Yankees. No. Well, they just gave Gene Carl Stanton just went to the Yankees. You know, probably one of the best players yeah. in baseball. Um, he's completely gutting the Marlins and. Um, you know, the Yankees are going to be good for a long time now again, it looks like. Yeah, the Yankees are going to be pretty good. They got some, uh, they got some uh, guys to beat the ball. Okay. Uh, the last thing is... Um, oh, not the last thing. I wanted to bring up... So the Eagles are playing the Rams today. And the... Ra- yeah, I'm watching it right now, and they just showed Brad... Uh, Bradley Cooper. So there was a casting on uh, on the casting networks to try to get Rams fans to come to this game. They were trying to cast actors as Rams fans. Um, I guess probably it was Fox, so I think it was probably for their pregame show to have in the background. They wanted because it was going to be all Eagles fans. They wanted some Ram fans, so they were they put out a casting notice to come, and they I don't know if they were going to pay or if you just got free whatever something but they wanted rams fans to try to make it look like there's more rams fans at the game than there were i was going to talk about was uh the game today obviously the cowboys and the giants just happened do you care i mean i don't know what to say about that game giants uh none of their receivers can catch the ball yeah that's a huge problem and if you're two and ten why are they punting? Just go for it on fourth down. They were on the 38-yard line. 
at one point with fourth and two and punting. I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? Yeah. I'm with you. Um, so, I don't know, dude. Uh, it's whatever. It's a lost, lost uh, year for the Giants. Hopefully they can uh, regroup, get a new coach, general manager, and uh, have a good season, start of the season next year. I don't know. Um, but now Landon Collins is hurt. Uh, so that's great for the Giants also. Their best player on their defense. Well, at this point, don't you just uh, want a, a, a good draft pick? I mean, I guess. I mean, I'd like to watch sit at home and watch the Giants like move down the field and score you know that's all I ask can we score more than 10 points in a game um but anyway well I don't know like I'd almost rather be 2 and 10 right now than be like 7 and 6 with almost no chance to make the playoffs yeah they're Right. So, I mean, they have to win all three games that have to happen. And it's possible. It's possible. But even if that happens, it doesn't mean that they're going to get in. And so it's probably going to be something where I have to watch every game knowing that the end, that it, that's inevitable that they're not getting in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'd almost rather just be two, like two and 11 or whatever and know that I'm going to get a top five pick next year. But that's me. Um, yeah, well, it looks like they're going to, the Giants will be the second pick. Because, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I sat here for the last month and said, like, Dallas isn't making the playoffs. Like, they have no chance. And the minute you just said that to me, I just got, like, mad. It was like, yeah, they can, in my in my head, even though I know that they're not going to make the playoffs. But, like, I'm ready to argue with you about it, even though I don't really <laughs> fully believe it myself. Because for some reason, I'm allowed to say it and you're not, and it's not, you know, anyway. Um, but, uh, that was my, I guess that's all my sports ramblings of the day. All right. Whoa, this isn't a nice play. I'm watching this, uh, Rams Eagles game. Um, so I guess we're going to be doing some music stuff. Um, I mean, is that all you have to add before we get into this stuff? Yeah, I'm just frustrated. So, with, yeah. Okay. Um, I just, I just think it's weird that you want your team to still. I mean, I don't think it's weird. I, I don't think it, I, I'm interested in the fact that you still want your team to be good, even though it's probably beneficial for your team to be bad. I want to have a Sunday watching a win. All right, I don't want to sit. I've been sitting here on Sunday watching every loss. It's not fun. I know. But at this point, why don't you just stop watching and hope that they lose? Because I don't stop watching. I've seen every game. I know, but like I know when like my teams have been bad in the past. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not gonna watch. I'm gonna hope they lose so we get a new quarterback or something. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I just always wondered who the person was who felt differently. That's you. Alright. <laughs> it's not. I'm not trying to pick on the Giants. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just part yeah, of life. I'd like them to be competitive in, like, a football game. Well, I mean, I just think you don't know what to do because the Giants are always competitive, you know? Because, uh, oh, that's a bad pass. But, yeah, um, anyway. So, we'll move on to music. So, the the first topic, I guess, is U2's new album came out this week. It's called Songs of Experience. Um, Yeah, so you're... You know, he gave the assignment to listen to two albums, and uh, I listened to all the albums, like, actually two times, a full album twice for each of them. Wow. Um, That's really good. That's more than and, I did. Uh, yeah. I didn't listen I to... Some, I didn't I listen to... some things to say about Okay, good. Well, you know what? Let's forget you two for a second, because I... Well, no. All right. We'll do you two, since I already brought them up. Yeah, we'll start you two. Okay. Um, so, are you you YouTube fan at all? I like uh, some of their songs, but I'm not a huge uh, YouTube fan. 
Like you like the basics, right? Like you're probably the classics. I okay. Like the classics. Uh, like I went through my list of every album and ranked them. I went through every song and I brought up my like top ten favorite U two songs. Like I'm a, I'm a really big U two fan. I've seen them a bunch of times. Um, my f- first getting my first like uh, getting into music was through U two. My friend, my best friend, and like when I was in grammar school, his older sister had under a blood red sky on uh on shed the record and that's the live u2 album and we used to listen to it all the time we used to like go to the video store and rent the live concert you know of them at red rocks and so i didn't even like those songs when i heard them not live because i just knew the live versions um and then uh after when the joshua tree came out that was like I was totally into that kind of shit then. So I was like dressing up like those guys and making my own music videos, which are very embarrassing. Um, so I've, um, you know, they've been very big in my personal life. Like I've always like, they're, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, so when they come out with a new album, like I really listen and I'm very critical of it. Um, I went to see them this summer at that Joshua Tree tour, which I thought wasn't as good as I wanted it to be because when you know all the songs that are coming in a row and without any surprise, and it's so, um, you know, it's, there's so much production put into each song is going to be here, it kind of ruins any spontaneity or connection with the band and the audience. Um, but still, it was good. I was about to say that they don't uh play any of their new songs they just played that one album well they did a couple songs but yeah it wasn't i mean like they opened with like sunday blaze sunday and then they went into like um new year's day uh they they did in the name of love they did like a couple songs that are pre joshua tree then they did the joshua tree album then they did like three songs that came after that album and then they're done but none of this new stuff. Now they're going back on tour. Like I didn't get tickets to this new tour. Uh, I'm thinking about it because they're doing a second date and they go on sale tomorrow, and I'm debating. But uh, when, are, when are they coming back? In May. Okay. But here's my thinking. I don't love this album. <laughs> so we'll yeah, do that segue. Uh, I didn't particularly care for it. I feel like all the songs sounds like songs they've done before. Yes. You're you're right. A lot of them are like retreads, and like so. They have like the same chords and the same kind of melody to some of them, actually. You know. Yeah, that's good. That's a good call. Um, so I kind of like you know the last album's the one that everybody got for free and immediately hated right after. Um, I think people hated it because they kept they deleted it from their iTunes and it kept popping back up. Yeah, and I get it, and I get it, and it's a pretty. Um, self-indulgent thing to think that everybody wants your album. Um, but I kind of like that album. Um, there's a couple songs in there I like liked. Uh, it was to me, it was the opposite of this album where that song that album had a bunch of songs that were good but not like singles. And this album seems like every song is trying to be a single. Um, okay. But like you said, I think part of that is because they're like retreads of older songs. I think that's a really good call. I didn't think of that, and I think that's a really good one. Um, you know, did you hear them on Howard Stern? I did not. No, they're really good. Because, you know, they're, they, they come across as pretty good guys, you know. There's nothing humble about their performances or their music or how they how they do anything except that when you hear them talk, they sound humble. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, we can play, I, were you anticipating playing any songs? Is there any ones that, as I've got the album lined up here, is there anything that you wanted to call attention to or bring up any? Not really. I mean, what, you're the, uh, the fan. What did you, what did you think were like the best songs on the album? All right. So I think you get out of your own way is pretty good. It just, it, I wish it would go. So, you know, you two has made a career out of anthemic songs, like songs, like arena style songs. And yeah. I liked, I, I'm a sucker for those. I fall for those. So like, 
Um, like Get Out of Your Own Way is a song that I'd like if it would just go to that level and I don't feel like it ever gets there. Um, I can't stand the You're the Best Thing About Me because I start to like that song and then they get in that chorus and I don't know, this may sound like a weird tick, maybe some, maybe you agree, but when he sings like You're the Best Thing to Ever Happen to a Boy, it just doesn't work. You're trying to fit too many words into a verse that doesn't work. It's like it, it annoys me. It annoys me to no end. Like, cause I kind of like the song, and I get in like I, it's catchy, and then he says that, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm done with you. Um, I thought they were pretty good in Saturday Night Live. I like that American Soul song. Yeah, they were. Those, they're good on Saturday Night Live. So, uh, but the Saturday Night Live is another topic. Uh, it's been just really bad lately. Yeah. I actually didn't see this week's yet, but um, so they've got fourteen albums. I, I ranked them all. I put this one around twelve. Um, their second album, October, I have at thirteen. I just never really liked that album, um, and I love their first and third. I have those ranked fourth and sixth. But um, the worst, the worst album is the one that came out three albums ago. The No Line on the Horizon. That that album is just horrible. Um, trying to remember what was on that. Um, but yeah, that, that that's a terrible album. Um, so this this is I don't feel like this is as catastrophic as that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no line on the horizon. What was the big song in that? Was um, get on your boots. Oh, that song was awful. Um, but that's just you know, channeling what I don't like about you two. You know, going into them like. They have probably two of my top five favorite albums ever. You know, Joshua Tree and um, Octung Baby. It's amazing. Octung Baby is like just the best album. That album is just so, every song on that album is so good. Yeah, um, that album's good. And before that, like Unforgettable Fire up until that point was always my favorite. You know, I love that album. Um, I just, when I went to, like when I went to Ireland, I just plopped in all the, all the, I had just, put all that music together and when I was walking around I was just had my headphones listening to that stuff especially um, Unforgettable Fire I love that album um, I did my top 10 I don't, it doesn't really matter I guess because you don't even know half of these songs from you 2 uh, my number 10 was Out of Control my 9 was Every Breaking Wave which is from that last album I really just think that's a great song and if that got released on a different album that song probably would have been a big hit then I like New Year's Day, where the streets have no name. The Fly, which is a song like, I totally overlooked on that Octung Baby album. Sunday Bloody Sunday, Ultraviolet Love, Bad, Unforgettable Fire, and With or Without You. Those are my top ten right now. But they could change daily if I was going to do a U2 list. Yeah, With or Without You is a classic. Like, I almost hate putting that as my favorite, but that, there's just, that song just a, is evokes so much emotion. It's like such a great... Yeah. You know, and think you know we, we they've been broken down ad nauseum a million times, but his guitar is just the, the greatest sound to me. Like I'll never forget the first time I saw them. You know, I, I didn't I, I saw them pretty late in my life for a band that I, I grew up liking so much, and the first time you hear like the Edge's guitar, it's like all you need to do is hear it hit one one string and it's his noise and you just get chills all over your body it's just so you know it's he's just he created his own sound and like if you've ever been lucky enough to hear um where the streets have no name live it's like just if that doesn't get you like like excited i don't know because it's so good um but yeah so i'm kind of disappointed in this youtube album but this point when your one of your favorite all-time bands is like pushing 60 and making music you really shouldn't be expecting life altering albums yeah i mean they they've been around for a long time and i i can see you know as uh they're not uh yeah they're not going to be changing too much with the times let's just put that way right but thank god for that because the times are making really bad music um, although doing that's true when we go over these yeah. top songs of the year it's just like 
I went, we'll talk about this later, but I like would go through all these like lists and I'm like, I can't, I don't even know what this song is. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. these are terrible. Like, it was, there's some bad shit out there. Yeah, I get you. I totally get you. Um, um, but when we get into when we get into it, I was surprised at how much I did like from this year. Um, but I agree with you on those 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 lists when you see them. But so like I don't want to say like I want you two to change like and they've changed like they're a band that's made lots of changes. They're they're arguably the best band of our generation. You could probably put up a couple other arguments, but they're in the conversation. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely in the conversation. So like, you know. Unless, like, Rolling Stone, no if Bob Dylan puts out an album any year, he gets in, like, the top five albums of Rolling Stone. It's, like, it's just what they do. There's no way when you listen to Bob Dylan's songs, new songs, they're ever any good now, because he's barely, no. you know, you can't even understand what he's saying. But, um, I don't know. Um, those are my thoughts on, on this, and... Yeah, it's still new. It's another one of those things. If you listen to it enough, there's some things I'm sure that'll get catchier. I, I tend to fall for things. Um, but, uh, you know, I saw them live two tours ago. Um, and it was one of the best. It's like one of my the best shows I've ever seen, like, hands down. Um, just the stuff they did, their song lists, everything. It was, like, so good. So I, they're still worth seeing, you know. Yeah, I've never seen them live. Um, so that was uh, I'm 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 impressed you listened to that album twice. Let's go on to the other one because I'll be honest, I didn't even really listen to the other one again since we had this conversation. Which because this one came out a little while ago. This is the Taylor Swift album. Yeah. So. I was like so mad like when I first like started listening to it I'm like Jim this shit's gonna like be on my mind forever now there's so many catchy songs on this thing. everything's so catchy right I'm just like oh this asshole <laughs> but uh like I actually like really like this album there's a lot of songs I like um I don't particularly I, I kind of like that she has like a through I guess theme throughout the whole thing about basically like people breaking either she's breaking up with someone or someone's breaking up with her and it's like the worst thing you know like they, they should regret it basically is what the whole thing is um, a lot of the songs are like that um, but uh there are a lot of good songs that I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I may have rewinded a couple of these songs, <laughs> listened to them a few times. Um, I, and I hadn't listened to the album at all, like up until you know I saw her on TV, like doing New Year's Day a couple times, and uh, Look What You Made Me Do. I think was another one that she does on uh, like on SNL and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the album? She she actually didn't do "Look What You Made Me Do" on SNL. I was what was the uh, well? It may have not been SNL, but it was another performance on TV. Like I, other than seeing her performances on TV on like shows, like I haven't listened to this album until this week. So um, I am so anti Taylor Swift, and I don't. <laughs> I, you know, but I go, I... I get it. I get it. I go back and forth because I've heard really nice stories about her. Like, I had a friend, I mean, he's like a guy I know, and he was telling me that his, I don't know, it was like his wife's sister was in, was friends with her when they were younger, and she, like, showed up to their wedding and just performed and, like... Yeah, there's, like, all these stories where she, like... Shows up to people's birthdays, shows up to their weddings um, without them knowing, and she like has like these surprises. Yeah, and, it's like, uh, and then she just did like like played with the kids all the time because you know how much the kids liked her, and it made me like like yeah. her. But all of her music, I think I feel like everything is so man like um, everything is so manufactured. 
and I don't mean like the music itself. I just mean like the lyrics and that all the breaking up and all that shit always drives me nuts. But I, I will full disclosure was in a store two days ago or three days ago and Shazam the song that was hers from another album. And I was like, I did it knowing because, you know, you, you know, when you hear Taylor Swift, you're like, that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. But, but I was like, oh, this is pretty good. This must be off the new album that, you know, we'll talk about this. And it wasn't. It was something I didn't know. And I was like, oh, boy, I, I maybe I should rethink this. Um, so, like, I was kind of hoping that this album, like, when it got all the backlash, I was like, yes. Because the other thing is. I think it made, like, it sold, like, a million copies in less than 24 oh, hours. Oh, yeah, 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 no. But I just mean the backlash of a lot of people saying it's not good. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure that I'm it, not one of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. But, I mean, it's hard because she was, like, a country singer who became, like, a pop, you know, she's, like, a pop country singer, but then she became, like, a pop artist. And now she's taking her pop art, artistry into, like, over-the-top levels. Do you think she is... Who do you think's bigger, her or Beyonce? It's a great question. I feel like Taylor Swift might be the biggest uh, or most popular uh, artist. You know, it's Taylor, that's a really know, good like, qu- female artist. You know what's so funny is they have both such rabid fan bases that they'd kill you if you ever said one or the other. But I think Beyonce, because it's okay to dislike Taylor Swift, it's not okay to dislike Beyonce. Okay. Like right now it's sort of in vogue to not, you know, it's sort of like people, it's kind of cool to hate Taylor Swift. It's never going to be cool to hate Beyonce. You're just going to be a racist. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's the narrative. I don't mean that's true. I just mean that that's the narrative that gets spun from it. Um, that's a good question, though. I mean, I think people people have way more feelings about Taylor Swift than they do Beyonce. You know. Yeah. Like I feel like people, um, and I don't mean feelings like their fans like her more. I just mean like if you were to stop and ask your parents a question about each, I think they might know a little bit more about Taylor Swift. I don't know if actually, that's an, that's another question. I actually don't know if I believe what I just said. Hmm. So, um... That's weird. But anyway, so this album I don't really like because it gets... It, it It's, uh... It's just... It doesn't it doesn't seem genuine at all. It's like super dancey poppy and she's a cunt... She's like a country singer. Get over it. She's doing pop songs now, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I like that song Getaway Car a lot. I like, uh, This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Do you want me to play a clip from one of these? Is there one specific? I like, I like New Year's Day. We can play Getaway Car. All right, let's see what this, uh, what Getaway Car is all about here. From Taylor Swift. Here you go. That's not bad. Pretty good song. I was saying, well, for those of you who don't know, when I pull, we've already done this, so we're gonna try to retry. We're it. having some technical issues on this podcast. Shockingly, when we try to add songs, all of a sudden, we, you know, we got away from sound bites, and now we suck. Uh, I was saying it sounds just like a Jack Antonoff song, which is a very, again, anth- anthemic version, which is all the songs sound like '80s pop alternative versions of Bruce Springsteen songs that very much sounds like that. And you were like, Oh, I don't really know his work. And I was like, Oh, well he's the guy in bleachers. And, and then we said, then we said, Scott doesn't recommend either album. And I recommend uh, Taylor. Taylor Swift and not you too. Yeah. But, but we, there was something that you said specifically about, Oh, when you, when you're driving back to North Carolina, you said that you were going to be listening to this album. 
And I asked yeah, you what you I was going to be compl- contemplating my relationship status <laughs> and feel like I need a relationship to uh, get more into depth with these songs. So if Taylor Swift did nothing else for this world, she's at least making you rethink your relationship status, and that's good. I'm, I'm, I look forward to your to your journey. I know. And when you see women out there, you look in that rearview mirror and you're thinking, "Well, well, uh, look what you made me do is blasting." It's gonna be. Uh, oh, yeah. It's gonna be. It, it's a great time for self reflection. I'm proud of you. Uh, all right. So now we're gonna talk about our favorite songs of 2017. Uh, I'll ask again, did any of these Taylor Swift songs make your list from 2017? No, it did not. Um, but some are close. I had to think about it. Okay, that's good. Uh, she shockingly did not make any of mine, and not, neither did you two. We were saying the Eminem album is coming out next week, so we're, uh, I'm sure you want to reserve the right to change your opinion. Yes. Because we, like... I felt like it's a little early to have to say that this is, you know, these are my favorite songs. But then I started thinking, like, is there any song I'm going to hear between now and three weeks from now that's going to change my mind? Like, I don't think so. I don't think anything's going to etch in my skull. But like you said, the Eminem album's coming out. Maybe that does it. Um, and we'll work, we'll work around it. I do have one song that did not make my top ten that... It's. Just, I. I think if I were gonna redo it in three weeks, it would make it, which is the new Nerd song with Rihanna Lemon. I haven't heard that. Well, fortunately, that's one of the clips I did pull up. Oh, you know what? I don't think I have it timed up perfectly, but uh, it's um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look look it up. Like um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of uh. I don't know. It's interesting. Here, I'll, I'll play it for you. Right here. Here's what they have on. So it's kind of catchy. Not loving, Not loving it. Yeah, I have a feeling. Um, the video is pretty good. It's a girl dancing the whole time. Um, I'm going to watch it. Okay. Well, I was saying I did my top five albums and I did my top ten favorite songs. Uh, you did your top five favorite songs because that was the assignment. I just was having trouble. I expected to dislike music this year a lot more than I did when I started looking back. Um, how are, how are your up. thoughts? When I look back, I was like, wow, all these songs are terrible. Yeah. Uh, I had a hard time. I'm not going to lie. Were there you... are some songs, you know, that I had in my, I guess, in my songs that I play over and over, I don't know, in my, I guess, Rolodex from this year that uh, I like. But I don't know if they are a top five song, but they may, you know, I'm putting them in there. Do you think like um all right so what like my criteria was it had to be released in 2017? I didn't put yeah. any songs like so I really like the song um I feel it coming by by the weekend. Now that song got released on the charts in 2017, but the album was released in 2016, so I didn't count that. That was okay. that's kind of where I landed. Otherwise something like that might have made my top 10. We have rules on the podcast. Well, they're only self-imposed. You can have your own rules and I can have mine. I need those sorts of things um, in, my, in order to pull these sorts of lists off. Otherwise, I'm going to be, my mind's all over the place. Because the, uh, the best song I heard this year could have been from like 2001 and I wouldn't even know. All right, well, run through 10 through 6 and then we'll do our top five. Okay. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned this or this got cut out earlier. Do you think we'll have any songs, any of the same songs on our list? Yes, I think we will. How many? Two. Interesting. I would take the under on that. Okay. But I do. I know there's. I know for sure there'll be one. But the rest, I think it's going to be kind of, kind of tight. All right. So my number ten song for the year is by Lord. 
and it's green light. I'm not going to play it because it got played a lot. But I thought that was a really good song. I don't even really listen yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like that song. I just recognize that that's a good song. And that whole album is really good. Again. I wouldn't put that on my list, but I like that song. Okay. Um, my number nine is a song by a guy named San Holo. And it's a song... Okay. The song called I Still See Your Face, and I'll play a clip because it's probably something you don't know, I'm guessing, right? No, I've never heard of You're not a big San Holo fan? Not, yeah, I don't know about San Holo. This year I, dis- I discovered San Holo and Calm Truths. And Calm Truths is interesting, too. I'm not even kidding. Those are two bands. Well, DJs. Okay. Here you go. This is I Still See Your Face. It's on the disco tip. It's got a lot of noises I think bother you. Am I right? Yeah, there's a lot of... It's not pleasant to hear. You're not a fan, a, lot of fan of a lot of noises. There's a lot of noises going on. Um, my number eight song is um, from St. Vincent. I thought that album was awesome. Do you like her? Yeah, I think I know the song you're going to play. Which one? Uh, there's Lost Ageless and there's New York. Listen. I told you before, I don't know names of songs. Well, one's about New York and one's about Los Angeles. It's kind of like, that's the reason. All right, well, anyway, it's New York, and I'm just going to play a clip of that, just the opening of that for you here. It's very very different from the other one. So, a little different, but uh, is yeah, that, I like it. yeah, I'm a big fan of that song. It makes me think of, of all things, New York. Uh, <laughs> it's, of course it does. Yeah. Number seven for me is, um, is uh, something I'm going to be made fun of for. It's um, Harry Styles. Oh, uh, yeah. The Sign of the Times. I like that song. Well, yeah, that's on, like, the top, on all the top uh, charts. Top of the charts. Yeah. Uh, songs. Yeah, it's a good song. It's got a, you know, it, it, it's kind of like a timeless song. I think that's something that hangs around, you know? I think you'll hear that yeah. two or three years from now. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember when that song came out. That was pretty good. Um, so I'm, I'm putting it on my list. Um, my number five song, again, while we're staying embarrassing, is DJ Khaled, I'm the One. Wait, so I thought we're on six. Oh, did I miss one? Yes, I did. Number six, that's right. My number six was Everything Now by Arcade Fire. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I really like that, that song. That song kind of annoys me. Uh, puts me in a good mood. But I'm the one is on my list, on my top five. What is? I'm the one. Oh, so then maybe take the over on two. Uh, I'm the one is my number five. It's... um. That's the one the I got one caught dancing around to in, in Hawaii, screaming the lyrics, um, yeah. uh, inebriated. It's with Be- Bieber. With Bieber and, and Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper and uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah. It's my number five. So that's your number three, huh? My number three. What's your number five? Uh, this might be a little embarrassing, but I keep going back to <laughs> Bad Fire from Selena Gomez. Oh. I like that song. I like it. It's good. Okay. And I like the video. Um, I like the video and I like the song. I don't know. I kept going back to it. So, so your number five is is Bad Liar? It's Bad Liar. There you go. All right. My number four is um, is LCD Sound System Call the Police. Okay. Uh, I, really li- I really like that song. It's got, it sounds like, the other stuff, but with guitars. I saw them live. You just, went, you just go to see them? So yeah, I just saw them, and, and that song live was awesome. Like, I was going to go, like, when he started playing stuff on the new album, I was going to go get a beer, and I decided not to, because that was, that song was good. 
Um, I don't think that album is that good. In fact, uh, well, I'll wait till the end. But, but yeah, I didn't think that album was that great. It's not like I, I can't really sit there and listen to it too much. You know, I have to pick out a song here or there. But that song is, uh, that's my jam. I like it. What's your number four? This is the uh, clip I sang you, Mikey Mike. Okay. Doing me. Well, I'll... I really, I, I like, love this song. When, uh, and then, do you watch Smilf? I don't, but it's funny it's because, it's not, all right. It's not that great. Well, my friend, I was at my friend Peter's the other day, and he was telling me how much he liked Smilf, but specifically how much he loved this song because of the end of the episode of an episode from Smilf. Yeah, it just happened uh, beyond that. I was like, oh, nice, you know? So he played it uh, over and over, and I was like, this song is stupid. It's a white rapper. And he's like, you're out of your mind. This song is awesome. And he just played it, it reminds all night. Me, it reminds me of that, like, lullaby song. I get that. Back in the back, back in the day. Everything is gonna be all right. <laughs> rock a No, uh, but yeah, so Smilf is okay. I mean, it's the girl from... Uh, from Mr. Robot, it was in the first season where she was the neighbor. Right. Um, it's like her created show. Um, she directs it, writes it, all that stuff. Cool. Um, but uh, it's not it's not a great show, but it's good. All right. Well, let's it's, listen to Mikey Mike doing me. This is your number is f- it? number f- number three. You gotta wait till the uh, number four. This is my number four. You gotta wait till the uh, to the chorus, I guess, but. Well, right. I picked it up at a certain point in the song. I hope it's the right point. Right. Here's the problem when you're not in charge of clips, right? You're probably pretty mad that I get to have control yeah. of when your clip comes in. I know. I don't like it. Here you go. Did I get a good? Did I get a good part? Yeah, that was good. See, I know what I'm doing a little bit. I mean, I keep screwing up the audio on this podcast, but right there, I guess I did it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that song's really good. Okay, so that's your number four. Your number, your number three was. Um, I'm the one. I'm the one, which we what, went what through. What was your? Uh, did you do your four? My number four was "Call the Police." Oh, okay. My number three is a song that you probably heard a hundred times that you're either going to hate or love, and I'm just going to play it for you and get your natural reaction. Um, but this is a song that was probably in my head more than any song this entire year. that song a million times this year oh yeah i still like it i think if i hear a song a million times i think it works on me like i think i just fall for it but that's my number three song i really like that song that was zed with a uh alicia cara yeah um all right that's my number three what's your number two i'm just gonna give you my two and one because they're by the same artist oh Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. I got DNA and Humble. That's so, two and one. So DNA is your number two. 
and humble is your number one? Yeah. Okay. Humble is my number two. So I'll, I'm just going to play the opening of that because the opening of that song is so freaking good. I mean, that song is so freaking good. But let's go ahead yeah. and we'll just go ahead and... Obviously, we, we, this, well, not obviously, but probably the best video of the year, too. Yeah. I mean, that video was I so. Love, I love uh, the, that, that album's good. Yeah, that album is really good. That was actually, I'll do this as uh, my top five albums of the year because that was my number two song. Um, my number five, well, the two albums I didn't get on. Do you ever listen to Dua Lipa or Lipa, however you say her name? She's really good. Uh, no. That album's really good. The Big Sean, his album earlier this year was really good. They were both my runners. Yeah, yeah I liked a couple of those. My number five album was Death From Above, 1979. That album's really good. Uh, Gorillaz, and number four. I loved their album this year. St. Vincent, three, and Kendrick, two. And then my favorite album and my favorite song this year were both by uh, The XX. I really love that album. And I thought that uh, On Hold... The XX song is hands down my favorite song of the year, and this is how it goes if you don't know. Every time I let you leave, I always saw you coming back to me. When and where did we go cold? I thought I had you on So, I don't know where you come out on that, but I thought they were so good on Saturday Night Live. I thought that song was, that's just, that sample, using that Hall Note song as a sample like that, I thought was just the best. Okay. You disagree? You're not, not into it? Not very much. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I think you're going to be alone on that one. You think we'll be, be alone? Alone with you or alone with, like, the world with everybody wow okay all right look there's two things i could take out of this one I'm, opinions. I'm nowhere near as cool as i ever thought i i used to be you know i think i if i was able to make this list when i was like like 20 years ago i would have put so much time and my songs would have been somewhat obscured you know so it's hard to like sit here and do this and realize like that you're putting Harry Styles in your song your, or Selena Gomez um, and then consider yeah. yourself anywhere near a cool person. Um, but uh, I don't think I'm alone on that. That's my second thing. Okay. But good stuff. Uh, if we, it's good to have things that we don't agree on for once because I'm sure we're going to have the same opinion about Star Wars and uh, I'm sure we'll have the same opinion about the Eminem album. Actually, there's a zero percent chance you'll you'll dislike that Eminem album. There's like a forty percent chance I'll dislike it. All right. But but we'll leave that as a teaser. All right. So, so what else you got? Anything? No, that's our that's our top that's our that's our music episode. So why is uh, so why are the Seahawks so bad? I did not see what the score is. It's ten to nothing. Oh, hey, it's, listen, for, for guys that the Cowboys are out of it, that's good for them. All right, well, we'll touch base uh, 
I guess this week and uh, we will uh, come back with you with some Star Wars talk next week. Yeah, let me ask you this. When we when we talk next week, it'll be like Friday or Saturday. Do you think Roy Moore will be the governor of or will be a senator from Alabama? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I mean, if he hasn't been gone now, I mean, why would he be gone next week? What do you mean? Like, he should have been gone already. But he's not gone. He's running. Right. So, you think that they elect him? No, he'll probably be gone. I see. I think they're going to elect him in. All I know is Donald Trump said, go get him. Yeah. All right. Go get him, right? Doesn't seem like you're the right person to ask this question about. Doesn't no, seem like you I, have a lot of thought on this. Yeah, I don't have too much of a thought on that, other than the fact that he's that guy's a mess. <laughs> um, you realize they're right. wait. You realize they're voting, either he, he, whether or not he is going to, you know, a Republican or Democrat is going to be the next senator of Alabama, and it's either him or it's this other guy, and the other guy uh, is is a Democrat who had like a bunch of who did some civil rights stuff. Forget it. All right. Either way, we'll be here. That might be an edit. Okay. No edit. No edit. People need to know you don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right. Have fun with your gluten-free lasagna.